Welcome to Series 8, Session 8 of A Love for the Bible. This is Dave Clark. Last week, I interviewed my son, David, on his Bible reading the last month, and he particularly emphasized his readings from Hebrews and Philemon. Today, I'll be interviewing my wife, Helen, on her Bible reading over the last month. So, hello, Helen. Hello, Dave. How's your Bible reading been going the last month? It's been going fine. Then okay, still good. following the same schedule. Uh -huh. One year Bibleonline.com, reading something from the Old Testament, something from the New Testament, something from Psalms, and something from Proverbs. And um, if you do that according to the way they have it written out, you get the whole Bible in one year. Right. Okay. And I'm using the uh, same program. So, what have been your major subjects? Well, um, about the last week, I've begun Daniel, and I also read First Peter. So those are the two books of the Bible, one Old Testament, one New Testament. Mm -hmm. and, and Psalms, the Psalms in the 120s, and Proverbs in chapter 28. Okay. And what would you say has been the most uh, impactful for you from what you read? Um, I, I think both Daniel and Peter both of them um, are really very neat examples. I mean, how much one person's life and their faith can show you about how to live mm. for the Lord, I think has been the most impactful to me. Yeah. Both of them. Both of them have a lot to tell us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been uh, really impact impacted by them also and found that I really really looked up to the example that they provided. So what are some more kind of more specific things that you learned from reading it? Specifically, um, I'm still not very, I, I have a lot more of Daniel to read, but I, I so far, the, the things that he has done was he went into captivity. Um, it There's nowhere in Daniel that he complains about it mm -hmm. or, you know, goes into mourning or anything, he's stuck there. He's got to serve this king that is a tyrant and he does it to the best of his ability. Mm -hmm. right. So, but I think that, I think um, one thing was his courage to, mm -hmm. to stay by his convictions. Right. He felt that um, eating the king's food was going to go against the laws that the Lord had for the people of the Old Testament. He found ways to, to work on it. And, and it wasn't always just, I'm going to defy. Mm -hmm. He, he would talk to people and mm -hmm. say, well, 
try me out. If, right. if you think, you know, your goal mm-hmm. is for, for, to give me this food is for me to be healthy. Mm-hmm. If I can live healthy on the food that the Lord has prescribed, why should anybody complain? Uh-huh. And, yeah. And they, they try it. Uh-huh. And, and then later, um, Nebuchadnezzar wants, uh, he wants his dream told to him plus the interpretation. And that is a lot, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, when the astrologers couldn't do it, uh, Nebuchadnezzar decided he wanted everybody killed. And so the, the guy comes to kill Daniel. And does Daniel just stand there and, you know, go for that or whatever? No, he he talks to the guy and says, well, why is the king so mad? Mm-hmm. And and he says, just just wait a minute. I want to see the king and give me some time mm-hmm. to see, because perhaps I can tell him. Mm-hmm. So Daniel was always willing to 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 go not really negotiate but he was always willing to go a step further mm-hmm. to to make it a win-win situation right, right. Done. and the lord honored him both in you know giving him good health when he ate the food that you know the, the hebrews were supposed to eat and also when he could interpret the dream mm-hmm. so those are two things and then the third thing was when he was successful he honored god about it Mm-hmm. Even though he was probably tempted, it would be tempting because Nebuchadnezzar promotes him and tells him what a great guy he is and everything. Daniel doesn't fall for it. He praises the God of heaven. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't he doesn't get puffed up with pride. Right, right. So yeah. those are three things already, you know, mm-hmm. that are really important about Daniel. Yeah. I think there's a, a similarities between him and Joseph in the Bible. And, and Joseph also, he did some, you know, really impressive things, but he, he he didn't get puffed up. Now, maybe he was a little puffed up with his brothers, but with the, with the when he was in Egypt, he didn't get puffed up. Yeah. No, no. One more thing about Daniel. I, I thought, because maybe because I'm praying for some people who have bad employment situations and employers that they're struggling with and hours they don't like and things like that. I thought about Daniel and I thought, wow, talk about a bad employer. You know, they've kept, they've thrown your people into captivity. Mm-hmm. So it must've been tough. You mm-hmm. know, he probably got news that his, his beloved Jerusalem had, you know, had been um, destroyed. I mean, I'm sure it was devastating. Mm-hmm. You know, but he was from the Royal family. So I'm sure family members got killed. And all that. I mean, you couldn't think of anything worse. And um, and yet he didn't. Um, he just kept on serving mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar to the best of his ability. Right. Yeah. He, you know, he just kept on doing it because he was put in that situation. And I think. Um, I know I had a I had a tough employer a while back, many years ago. I'm a very hard person, uh, fair, but but just could could even sometimes be cruel, and and uh, also you know very strict, and to the point where um, whenever you'd go by her office, she'd call you in and tell you all the things you did wrong. So <laughs> I got the back door <laughs> to, <laughs> to go in and out for lunch and everything, and I'd go out the back way and come in the back way if I thought she was gonna. She had something to tell me till I was ready to hear it. I just thought, oh, I just can't, I can't go in there and again and 
listen to everything I've done wrong. And, you know, so, so, I mean, it can be hard, but, mm-hmm. but I thought Daniel, um, he handled it really exemplary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, yeah. and, you know, I, I think it gives us courage that, that with God's direction and help, we can handle these bad situations. Mm-hmm. And until we can find, you know, if we can find a better employment situation, but mm-hmm. he couldn't. And so if you can't, mm-hmm. then you serve, you're serving God, you right. know, first, right. then your employer after that. And yeah. he's going to really get that, you know, I really yeah. got that. I mean, many of us don't, you know, mm-hmm. we get hooked into this employer and, you know, yeah, hours wrong, you know, got to go in these hours. Employer is always on my back. I don't get the raise I want. Stuff like that, you know, and it can it can drag Christians down as well as everybody else. So I thought he was a good person to look at if you're in an employee situation you don't mm-hmm. you're not happy with. Yeah, that's right. Uh, was has there been anything that you found surprising in your Bible reading? Well. I read most of these books before, all of these books before, but that's one of the things about reading the Bible more than one time, maybe more than 10 times even, mm-hmm. that every single time there'll be something that catches your eye that you go, oh, I didn't know that meant me or you know, something like that. So um, the one that I read in First Peter was to all Christians, Um, It starts out, finally, all of you should be of one mind, full of sympathy toward each other, loving one another with tender hearts and humble minds. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate when people say unkind things about you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God wants you to do, and he will bless you for it. So I, I thought about a few, I would always, when I'd get to that, I'd always think of, certain instance in my life that I had worked on. So I was not going to repay, you know, people evil for evil, but I never really thought about my marriage that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Getting into arguments with your spouse mm-hmm. um, and, and paying, paying a spouse back with a blessing mm-hmm. when you felt like they were say, saying something unkind about you. Mm-hmm. So I know this is a while back in our marriage and it's not the way it is now, but I thought I, I, I really couldn't get myself to do that. And, and I, so I had to just tell the Lord I was sorry I hadn't trusted him more. And if I had, maybe things would have been not so difficult for us. Mm, and, wow. and, and, you know, I'm not, not saying you didn't do things wrong too, but, but you know, I think uh, God wants you to trust him. Mm-hmm. People are saying unkind, even close family members, mm-hmm. you know, very close family members, mm-hmm. parents-in-law, or, you know, or sons and daughters, or husbands, wives. Mm-hmm. I just hadn't thought, I'd thought of it as neighbors, employers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. things like that. People way out there, mm-hmm. not real close to you. And how have I been, you know, how have I been responding when they say things mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. hurt, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. That was surprising that I didn't ever think of that before. Mm-hmm, wow, yeah. okay. So is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, any like final comments? Um, well, our pastor coincidentally talked about First Peter chapter mm-hmm. four, the same day that that was my Bible reading. And he was talking about end times. And if this is the end times, maybe it is, 
you know, many think it is, mm -hmm. then what are we supposed to be doing if it's end times? And it's pretty much the same thing, I would think, if it's not end times, because Peter thought that they were living in end times. But the verses were 1 Peter 4, uh, 7 to 11. I'm looking at them. So said, Peter says, the end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love co covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given gifts to each of you from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well so that God's generosity can flow through you. Are you called to be a speaker? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Are you called to help others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then God will be given glory in everything through Jesus Christ. All glory and power belongs to him forever and ever. Amen. So. Uh, the pastor pointed out, our pastor is Paul Aguilar. I, we go to Calvary Chapel Life. And if you want to hear his sermon, I'll just put a little plug in for that. It's on YouTube. And it's last Sunday, um, November the 26th. So, um, but he said three things to do. Pray earnestly and be disciplined. In other words, he, he challenged us to to wake up in the morning every day and ask God what you want, he wants you to do and say, good morning, God, thank you for this day and show love to one another. And you, everybody has a spiritual gift. Find out what it is. Everybody's got at least one and then do it with all your heart. Mm -hmm. So that was the three things that he challenged us to do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether it is or is not the end times. That's what we would do right up to the very moment we're called to go back with Jesus. So. Yeah, I remember those those three points too as, as being you know very uh, helpful and impactful. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Helen. Uh, your thoughts have been insightful and helpful. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us for series eight, session eight. Um, in the next podcast will be series eight session nine and will air beginning tuesday december 5th <laughs>